Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Friday, May 28th, 2021. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, where things stand in the Senate. Hint, it's a mess. Number two, Biden's budget. And number three, new details on congressional financial disclosures. All right, Jake, (laughs) where did things stand in the Senate? I feel like There was some talk and we were thinking maybe it'll be easy. They'll be out on Thursday, but things are really uh, look like they could extend into the weekend now. Well, that's a there's a big question about that. I guess the question will be, well, let's start from the beginning here. You know, so yesterday morning, Thursday morning, there was a um, uh, so they're on this bill, which is non-controversial. That's the irony of this all. They're on a non-controversial bill. Um, well, Bill, that was theoretically non-controversial to combat China's rise. It's a bunch of tech policy, semiconductor stuff. This bill, when it finally gets to, to final passage at like, you know, maybe in 2060 is going to get, you know, 80 or 90 votes. This is a very, very popular bill. But um, yesterday they got first they got caught on an on on what we call cloture, which is the motion to cut off debate um, because Mike Crapo, Republican from Idaho, wanted a vote on his amendment. So then they had to figure out what his amendment would look like so it could get a vote and pass. Um, that took hours. So f- they got cloture, they cut off debate, and then they had a vote on on um, the amendment. The amendment got 91 votes. for So it was like a five or six hour delay for an amendment that got 90 votes. So that's, you know, it's just big, the Senate being the Senate, man. <laughs> yeah, it's a pain in the neck. OK, and then um, uh, Ron Johnson started objecting to things because he wanted border funding. This is nothing to do with border funding um, at all in any way, shape or form. So um, and so he objected to what we call a manager's package, a manager's amendment. Manager's amendment is like a a big package that kind of changes the underlying bill that you're debating. It ties up loose ends. It includes amendments. It, it, it usually is just a, a almost like a um, it's a catch all, really. Yeah, it's a catch all, but it's usually pretty perfunctory. Meaning, it usually just gets done because every if if you're on a bill that's going to pass, then presumably you could or pass with bipartisan margins. Presumably, you're able to just get a manager's amendment through. That's so. That's the. You know, that's that's what happened there. <laughs> but they and haven't even gotten onto the real bill yet, right? They have not even gotten cloture on the real bill. They haven't been able to right. cut to get to cut off debate on the underlying bill. So the main thing that they need to pass. So once they get cloture on that, which they will at some point today, Friday, whatever, presumably, um, then they have 30 hours after that. So, you know. If everybody agrees, they can um, give back some of that time. And then, by the way, they have another amendment as well. They have final passage, which, you know, you need those 30 hours on. And then after all that, which, you know, it literally could be Saturday easily. And people are going to be pissed off because people want to go home. This is Memorial Day weekend. I know one senator... um, uh, high-ranking center. I don't know if it's public and it's a security thing, so I don't want to say it, but is going on a Codel and had a plane, a military plane <laughs> scheduled for last night. And I was telling, I was telling John Bresnahan, our colleagues, but our, our colleague that, um, you know, 
military pilots time out. It's not like they can just like sit around and wait for these, wait for a plane to take off, you know? So, okay. <laughs> That's neither here nor there. But I mean, I, the point is, <laughs> I mean, I, there's a people want to finish. get out of town is the point I'm trying to make. And, and because of Ron Johnson, you know, they're not able to. And you know what, Anna, this is like a perfect example. Okay. And hold on, let me actually reverse a second. Then we have the January 6th commission, which they want to try to, they're, they have cloture on the motion to proceed, which means, um, uh, cutting off debate to get onto the bill. Two two takeaways here, and then I'll I'll let you r- rant about it as well. Number one, the only reason you have to file cloture is because the filibuster, sixty votes. Um, that's why people want to get rid of the filibuster. <laughs> that's number one. Number two, this is why we are very skeptical about everything, ha- anything and everything happening in the Senate, because things like this happen. And this is on a non-controversial bill. All right, Anna, tell me why you're angry today. <laughs> I mean, it's really starting strong here on this Friday morning. No, I think it's important, though. I think to your point is I would just say one thing which is important, which is This is the business of governing. And I think sometimes people forget because we've had these massive COVID packages, because we haven't really seen the business of the Senate kind of work its way, which is thorny. It's messy. It often takes, you know, super long through the night votes to get things done. Um, and yes, it's partly why people want to get rid of the filibuster, but it's it really is the essence of the body, right? The fact that you can have one member, Senator Ron Johnson from Wisconsin, kind of hold up everything uh, is, is true to the nature and has been the, the history of the Senate for a very long time. So I think there's a lot of people who are frustrated because a lot of people, ourselves included, clearly want Memorial Day weekend to start as soon as possible, but not that necessarily surprising. I do think it's just important to think about the the, the rest that the Senate has to finish in the next day. Um, so you're going to have probably a, another amendment that Senator John Cornyn is going to force on the China bill, Davis-Bacon language. You also have the vote on the actual uh, Schumer amendment to the China bill. The Senate has already cut off debate on this bill. And then you have final passage. So, And then you have this procedure vote to begin on the January 6th commission. They've got two nominations. I mean, there's a lot of things that are going to have to get done. It's hard to see that they're going to get them done in the next, you know, 12 to 15 hours. I will say though one one final thing when the Senate wants to move quick it can. It just has shown it is just shown in this episode that it doesn't have any desire to. All right, let's move on to the number 2 story of the day. Uh Joe Biden's budget. Uh the White House is going to release his budget today, a 6 trillion dollar blueprint that increases spending and imagines a larger and more muscular federal government. Um So we're into budget season, and this is more of a talking point kind of vision document, if you will, uh, vision board, than it really is to actually kind of put pen to paper into legislating. Six trillion bones, dude. Uh, It's a lot of dough. Um, Yes, it doesn't. These things don't mean anything. Um, They are messaging documents. They are... um, 
basically, you know, uh, blueprints, right? So they don't, they're not binding in the Senate, they're not, or in, in the Congress or in the government, uh, but they are politically hot documents, meaning they just are, they just, they'll be hung around everybody's neck, $6 trillion, might never get a vote, but people will still hang, the Republicans will still hang it around Democrats' neck. Uh, we're in budget season now. I uh, need to pass budgets to get reconciliation. We expect Senate House budgets up in the next month or so, give or take, uh, but, you know, who knows? It's Congress, so who the hell knows what will happen? Um, and that's all we got to say about that. I mean, it's just it's a it's a it's a political document. All right, the number three story of the morning. Uh, we are literally public records nerds in ways that probably most people don't even understand. We love looking at financial disclosures. A bunch of them have come out in the last 10 days, and there's some noteworthy numbers worth highlighting. Um, I'm going to say one that I thought was interesting, which was Senator Elizabeth Warren, the Democrat from Massachusetts, made $250,000 on a book advance. She's reported signing a contract to write a book called Pinky Promises. So a little little, uh, sneak peek of what is next on Elizabeth Warren's writing docket. Yeah, that book is expected out in October of this year, according to the Google search I just did. Um, and and she got some dough for that. So, you know, that's a... Uh, hey, listen, senators have some time on their hands, I guess. They have all this time during closure. Maybe that's what she's going to spend in writing. Right. right. Maybe she could write it on the floor, but you can't really bring a laptop onto the floor, but maybe she could write it on her cell phone. But it appears to be uh, a an illustrated book uh, about... Um, uh, Polly, knowing she's strong and capable, but whenever she offers to help her uncle or brother or neighbor, they tell her that's not what girls do. So it seems like a uh, a uh, it, this inspiring story will encourage young readers to dream big. So, Anna, if you want to dream big, if I want to dream big, if we all want to dream big, we could read Pinky Promises by Elizabeth Warren. Your new birthday present, Jake. Yeah, thank you. Well, time. it was just your birthday, so maybe I'll get this for you. It'll come October 12th, 2021. All right, with that, thanks so much for listening. Hit that follow button, leave us a rating and review. You can also subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.